Welcome back to Throwback with Jack. Today, August 26th, in 1985, the French government denied knowledge of the bombing of the Greenpeace flagship, the Rainbow Warrior, in Auckland, New Zealand. Now, this event um, sent back French-New Zealand relations a while. So let's examine this. We're going to need to go back about uh, 19 years to understand why this is important. So, France began testing nukes in 1966 on the Mudurua Atoll in French Polynesia. However, in 1985, a group of Southern Pacific nations, including Australia and New Zealand, so we're talking Kiribati, Fiji, Papua New Guinea, those nations, signed the Treaty of Rarotonga, declaring the region a nuclear-free zone. They banned nuclear testing. And it's important to note that the United States had been using uh, the Southern Pacific to test nukes for a while. Like, the, they tested nukes in the Marshall Islands, actually evacuated natives. No, that's not what they did. They didn't evacuate the natives. They detonated the nuke and then used the natives as science experiments to see the effect of nuclear radiation on the human body. That's what they did. So, let's go back, though. The Rainbow Warrior had been essential in supporting anti-whaling, anti-seal hunting, and anti-nuclear waste dumping campaigns in the late 70s and early 80s. And in 1985, it was campaigning against nuclear testing. But during prior tests at Mudurua, French commandos had actually boarded protest ships. But this is after the ships had actually sailed into the shipping exclusion zone. I guess the point is, is like, you can protest, but don't go into the shipping exclusion zone. I don't know, it's a murky area. But on July 10th, 1985, two French Asians attached to limpet mines, so we're talking like sticky mines, basically, that were attached to the side of the boat, to the Rainbow Warrior at Marston Wharf in New Zealand. They were set to detonate seven minutes apart, which is what happened. They were set to detonate seven minutes apart to give the crew enough time to evacuate after the first detonation. But what ended up happening was that the crew just didn't realize that the first detonation had occurred. So the second detonation like flooded it and eventually sank the boat or made it made her unseaworthy, I think is the phrase. The French had planned for no deaths, but unfortunately a Portuguese Dutch photographer, Fernando Pedreira, who was going to photograph the protests in the coming days, drowned, attempting to retrieve his camera equipment. And the French were like, oh no, this is awful. This is terrible. I can't believe we've done this. Because they were an ally of New Zealand. And New Zealand was condemning it and saying it was a terrorist attack. But New Zealand police, to their credit, quickly identified the culprits. And once they realized this info, New Zealand started referring to the attack as a, quote, criminal attack in a breach of international law of state responsibility committed on New Zealand territory. Now it's a breach of international law because uh, they were allies and also you just can't conduct military maneuvers on a foreign nation on sovereign soil. You just can't do it. So the two agents who placed the charges were sentenced to 10 years in prison. But here's where France became a little... Uh, like remember they this is after they um accepted responsibility for the attacks um the french decided that they weren't going to have two of their operatives in a new zealand prison 
so they threatened an economic embargo to New Zealand's exports to the European economic community if the two people were not released. So they were transferred to a French base in the region where they were going to serve their 10 years, but somehow they ended up only serving two. And this is on a French base, so I'm assuming they just couldn't leave the base, but were basically free men or women. They were basically free people. So ultimately, France conducted 55, that's 5-5, five, five. they conducted 55 more nuclear detonations in the region before stopping in 1996, so they did not care at all, though they did have to pay $8.16 million in damages, so there's that, reparations if you will, and what happened to the Rainbow Warrior? Yeah, she was deemed unseaworthy, not seaworthy, so pretty sure she's in a museum now. Yeah, but France, man, what are you doing? You can't be attacking your allies. And also, like, 1985, what are you doing? Why are you detonating nukes? Like, who needs that? So, yeah, that's the story of the Rainbow Warrior. Thank you. Thank you.